welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you all across West Virginia and and indeed across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never get to hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Andrea Bordelais and her company, Level One Fasteners, in Huntington, West Virginia. Andrea, thanks for being on the show today. Hi, Jim. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm excited to share your story on the podcast this week. Andrea Bordelais, if you don't know, is the owner, the primary owner of Level One Fasteners Incorporated in Huntington, West Virginia. Andrea and her company were just named Family-Owned Small Business of the Year by the U.S. Small Business Administration in West Virginia. Andrea graduated from the University of Vermont in 1985 and Washington State University in 1991. She moved from Wilmington, North Carolina to the tri-state area in 2017 to help run the family business Level One Fasteners with her brother, Ted Bordelais, who is the shop manager, and her father, Jack Bordelais, who is retired in place. Andrea is current uh, currently the president and the majority owner of Level One Fasteners. Now, I want to tell you, the, the backstory of this company is really interesting. In 1959, 1959, Level One Fasteners was started by John E. Bordelais and Jack Bordelais in a garage in Huntington Park, California. Since its inception in 1959, Level One Fasteners has produced high-quality fasteners for aerospace, defense, medical, and the oil and gas industries. Level One began in the aerospace community in Southern California, putting fasteners on board the Mercury and Gemini spacecraft, as well as countless space stations, satellites, and aircraft. Level One Fasteners moved from Compton, California to Huntington, West Virginia in 1993. I invited Andrea on the show to talk about Level One Fasteners, to share their story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the family company she now leads in West Virginia. Andrea, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Well, Jim, um, yeah, our company, I pretty much grew up in the company, although I really didn't work here very much until 2017 when I moved down here. But um, it is family-owned. It was started by my grandfather. Um, and then taken over by my father, and now my brother and I are running this company, and we're hoping to hand it down to our children, um, who are the fourth generation, um, which doesn't happen very often, and we have um, two of them working with us right now um, for summer because they're they're students at the moment. Um, 
let's see, we moved to Huntington because my father wanted to find a better place for his employees to live. They were living in Compton. That was right when the Compton riots happened wow. um, in 1993. So he, he basically found a, a good, safe place that needed um, companies. And he really just kind of was a spur-of-the-moment thing. He was actually out here buying up machines from a fastener company that was in town that had closed down. And he actually bought the building and a lot of the machines and took on um, several of the employees and then moved out here. Wow. And when he moved, we brought two-thirds of our employees came with us. No kidding. So, yes. And so not only do we have employees from California, but now we have their children working here, too. So it's kind of a multi-generational business, which is kind of interesting and neat. That's so cool. And, and what's interesting, Andrea, is that I, you know, I had, with all due respect, and I don't mean any disrespect by this, but I had never heard of level one fasteners. Of course, I'm, I'm not building, you know, space shuttles and, and uh, rockets and stuff like that, but I had never heard of the company. And then when I, when I heard that you guys were named uh, Family Owned Small Business of the Year by the SBA here in West Virginia, I, I was like, I got to check these guys out. And I learned about your company. I was like, wow, this is, this is fascinating. And that backstory of how you moved and how you came to to come to West Virginia is, is really neat. I, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I, I want to ask you, Andrea, you know, you said that, um, you know, you kind of t- told me that you're not really an entrepreneur. You, you, this is a family business, and now you're in it, running it as the president and majority owner. What, how did you get started in, into, the, into the family business? What brought you into this, uh, you know, kind of like recently? Well, um I had been talking about this with my father over the years, and initially when I got out of college, I said, do you want me to come work in the business? And he says, this is not a business for, for women. You need to go and do your oh own my. thing. I actually went and actually had two careers before I came here. So I was a neuroscientist for about, um, I guess, 15 years, and then I became a natural products chemist. And um, and then it came, and he, he kind of changed his mind over hmm. those years. Hmm. So a few years ago, he said, oh, I'd really like you to come up. Uh, and, and help run this business. And I said, well, I can't do it until my daughter graduates from high school. So she graduated from high school, um, I think in 2017. And uh, at that point in time, I was not quite ready to retire from my other position. And um, once I hit that 20-year mark, then I retired and basically moved up here to help run the business. So my brother runs kind of the machine machine shop and in production. And I'm well, I'm learning it all right now. So mostly I work in the office, but I'm also learning um, the machine shop part too to make it, you know, make it so I can run the whole company better. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a cool story. I love that. Andrea, I want to ask I'm you. every day. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, lifelong learning, that's a great value, right? That's a great mm-hmm. uh, character trait just to be thinking about that. And, and you retire from one, one job and, and now you're leading as the, as the president for Level 1 Fasteners. What's your 30-second pitch for Level 1 Fasteners? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you actually do? Well, we actually make fasteners, usually nuts and bolts, but also threaded rods or threaded studs. And mostly these, these um, nuts and bolts and rods go on to submarines and aircraft carrier right now or mm. into the oil field. Mm. Um, and we make high-quality parts, parts that are, called, are considered traceable, which means you, we can trace, like it, let's say our bolt goes on a submarine. Yeah. It's got all the information on it that will lead us back, not just to our company, but actually back to the whole manufacturing, manufacturing process all the way to where the material was forged. So hmm. we have a nickel alloy 
back to the, um, the foundry where it's actually forged. We can trace it all the way back. So if there is a problem, we can, and you know, maybe it's not in manufacturing, maybe it actually has to do with how the metal was made. We can actually trace it all the way back to the lot that it was made from. Wow, that's that's incredible. So I, I got to Im- imagine, you know, having these traceable uh, parts, these traceable components, is extremely important when you're, like you said, when people's lives are, you know, ten thousand feet under the under the ocean or however. I don't even know how how deep a submarine goes, but I made that up. But uh, or you know, being in outer space on on a space station and you've got your fastener. Uh, I mean, that's just got to be an incredible amount of number one, pride, but also responsibility. Oh, definitely both. And so we um, quality is our number one. We have inspectors, whole fleet of inspectors. We have uh, our own lab that we test our parts. And then for some of them, they actually get tested um, in, um, from companies outside or the companies we sell to. So, yeah, quality is number one in our company. And we, we work really hard to maintain um, our quality rating of right around 100% for most of our customers. Yeah, that's incredible. Andrea, what would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for your company, Level 1 Fasteners, right now? Well, I think right now we've just basically doubled our production over the past three years. Wow. And our customers are telling us we're going to need to do that again. So. In a way, it's, 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 well, it's very exciting, but it's also kind of very scary to do this, to come into a company and just be here for a couple of years and double and then have to double again. Mm. And we're definitely feeling growing pains, but I'm hoping that um, it's all going to work together and, and, and pan out for us. Yeah, we have what, a lot of great employees, and we couldn't do this without our employees. I mean, Absolutely. How many, how many employees do you have? Well, actually, right now we have 99 employees. Wow. When I started three years ago, we had um, 56. So we've really almost doubled in employees as well as in our sales. Wow. What a success. That's, that's amazing. Of, yeah. So what, what, what's, the, you know, what's the impetus for that growth? In other words, is there, I mean, obviously you're selling fasteners, but what's, what's, where are you seeing that growth? Uh, is there a sp- specific sector or an area of the country, or do you se- produce your products around the globe? We mostly sell to the U.S. defense system. Yeah. And so through, um, we really just, the government had a sequestration that kind of just ended about 2016. Right. So we were super slow. And so they weren't building submarines and they weren't building aircraft carriers and they weren't even um, kind of refurbishing any of their, Mm. of the Navy fleet. And so once that ended, like right at the end of 2016, they um, were scheduled to have more submarines built and more aircraft carriers to build. So that's where we are seeing this big drive. And so basically they doubled production in the last three years, and they're going to double it again when Hmm. the Columbia-class submarine really gets going into production. And this should carry us into really the next several decades. Wow. The new submarines and aircraft carriers are being built, and, and some of the old ones are being refurbished. Um, so yeah, we're projecting a pretty good foreseeable future. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I love to hear that. You know, obviously we're about shining the light on positive things happening in West Virginia and too often we, we hear the negative, but that, that's an incredible, uh, optimism, uh, optimistic viewpoint, uh, in, in terms of, you know, you're talking about the next couple of decades of, of opportunity for your company. Now, I want to make sure I got this right, but is Level 1 Fasteners considered a manufacturing uh, industry uh, member? Yes, 
Yeah. Yes. Part of the- we basically get raw, well, not raw material. We'll get either metal made out of bar or in coils. And yeah. we actually the parts right here. So we have a whole fleet of all sorts of uh, manufacturing machinery like um, CNC's. Um, cold headers, hot headers, thread rollers, basically all all the old, I mean, a lot of them are, are old machinery um, from the 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. um, up to modern. That's that's really cool. Now, is the, uh, you know, we talk about um, the steel industry. Uh, you know, West Virginia has some, some history there. Uh, Huntington Steel, are you familiar with them? Yeah, they're right in, right in your neighborhood there. That's that's cool. And they're they're just like just a couple blocks from here. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Okay, that's good. Well, uh, so you know, when I think about manufacturing and I think about uh, West Virginia and some of the discussions we've been having recently, especially with uh, you know coming out of you know the uh, the last couple of months uh, in the coronavirus um, shutdown and you know this whole kind of discussion that's been happening about bringing manufacturing back to America. And then I think about, you know, what you just said there and your optimistic viewpoint of, of production of your fasteners and bolts and, and studs and, and nuts and things of that nature for the defense industry. What's your, what's your take on manufacturing uh, in West Virginia, the state of manufacturing in West Virginia? Well, I think, like you said, it has dropped down, especially the coal industry dropping down. But there are such great resources here. Um, right now, we tap into the Robert C. Bird Center. They have yeah. programs machining and pretty much any type of trade, um, you know, becoming electrician. And so I think, you know, with their what, what they're doing is providing high-quality entry-level employees to do these different trades. They're working on. We have an apprenticeship program that they 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 have started. Um, I think that manufacturing would, you know, if we can get that up and going even more in West Virginia, that we have all we we have the infra- infrastructure here with with people who are trained yeah. and and people who work really hard. And that's one thing I've just noticed here is that um, West Virginians and actually the whole tri-state area, the the people work really hard and they're extremely loyal. So. I think it's a, it's a good basis for, you know, bringing manufacturing back to West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely. Andrea, how long have you been at the helm now leading the organization at, at Level 1? Not very long, just since September of last year. Um, I've been working here before that. But yeah. September is when I... And I started September 26, 19 or 2019. Yeah. Uh, so, so I always ask this, and, and even though you've you've been in the, in the helm and the leadership position of the company for just a, a short few months, what's what's been your best business moment so far as as leading the organization? Um. Well, there've been a there've been a couple. Yeah. So, um, I think one is making it through the coronavirus. Mm. Uh, intact and, and just as strong, if not stronger, than when we started. Yeah. So a lot of businesses um, did have some, you know, difficulties getting through um, the coronavirus, but we were considered essential. Um, so we, we, we were able to continue production. We really only had a few people that um, have not been able to work, not because they had coronavirus. We actually were able to avoid that completely so far. Mm. Um, but we did kind of mandate it. If anyone was sick, they had to stay out. So yeah. I think getting us through this first part of the coronavirus is a, is a big, you know, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. It makes so, me very happy. So share, share with our audience, you know, what's, what's one leadership lesson that you learned over the last couple of months going through the, that's the, you know, the pandemic situation as we're kind of working our way out of it now? Well, for us, for me, we kind of really um, prepared early. Um, I called, well, I didn't call, but I, I looked to see what our customers are doing because they're big, you know, big customers like yeah. General Dynamics and yeah. Newport. Um, what they were doing, um, what they were hearing, and we kind of followed their their lead. So I think we stepped up really early in, you know, sanitizing everything, getting people to wear a mask if they needed to, yeah. sending people home if they were sick. Um, taking temperatures um, on a regular basis, kind of mm. just being prepared and kind of jumping, kind of being flexible and not waiting around until mm. um, the coronavirus actually hit us. But, yeah, that's a great, uh, great leadership lesson right there. And, it, you know, it's, uh, I think of Dr. Stephen Covey's uh, renowned work, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, one of those habits is being proactive. And that's exactly what you're talking about right there. I love that. Uh, I want to take a second, Andrea, just to mention our sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The financial support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Andrea Bordelet. She is the president of Level One Fasteners based in Huntington, West Virginia, and they were also recently named family-owned small business of the year for 2020 by the SBA, the Small Business Administration in West Virginia. Andrea, I want to get right back to it. What's the vision that you have for Level 1 Fasteners long-term? Well, long-term, my vision is to keep producing fasteners here to employ people from the Huntington area. And um, I don't know, that's that's pretty much it right now. It's a little, you know, to keep this, I guess my, my, my primary goal is to keep this company healthy yeah. financially stable no matter if we're making you know doubling every couple of years or just staying static yeah. um, but to really be a company for the community and for our workers i love that and i what, what's what, what i think is neat is the company was started in 1959 in california and here you are third generation right uh leader president of the company moved you know the company's now in Huntington West Virginia and you guys are supplying these fasteners bolts and studs and nuts and all kinds of cool stuff for the aerospace industry oil and gas industry and others uh Andrea I want to I'm kind of curious like how do you, you know you're working in the defense industry primarily as a, as a vendor how do you uh, attract new customers is that uh, how how does that go about how do you go about doing that well, it's actually a little bit different from most companies because basically what we have to do, at least for our defense customers, is you actually have to kind of go into their website and they're asking for specific things and you bid on them yeah. on the job. Yeah. So we really don't do a whole lot of advertising. It's mostly um, people either approach us, they need something, or we do we, we do the bids um, yeah. on the, the defense website. Yeah, absolutely. So what, let me ask you this. Um, the coronavirus situation, with notwithstanding, what's the what's the biggest challenge you face right now? Uh, you know, being a, a, a defense contractor in Huntington, West Virginia, manufacturing these awesome components. Well, really is keeping our workers healthy. Yeah. I think that's the biggest challenge, especially now that... Um, 
they're opening things up again. I mean, mm-hmm. we're lucky in West Virginia that it really hasn't hit very hard. Um, and I think a lot of it is, is because there's not a whole lot of international travel going on. Yeah. So it helped keep us isolated from the rest of the world, but it can come. And so we still have to be careful. Yeah. Self-isolate as best you can. We try to keep, for us, we keep as many people from outside coming in. We've only just started this week letting other people come in for, like, training purposes and things like that. But we're all kind of, like, holding our breath when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Andrea, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or maybe somebody who has an aspiration to own a company someday maybe it's a family business like you know that like you're you're in right now and uh in that situation what's one piece of advice you would give to them just one uh, <laughs> narrow it down keep an open mind and you know you know keep changing keep growing keep um regardless of people resisting you you need to keep developing your company and and growing really and use local resources that's the other one i would say yeah i know it (laughs) yeah what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success every day i try to get out on the floor and talk to my employees i try to learn something new every day because i'm just taking over the um this company and really learning about manufacturing i you know every day is is a learning lesson for me whether you know people don't like my my leadership style i I listen to them because you know there's there's always valid or truth into anything people say to you whether it's positive or negative so even the negative stuff i listen to my employees and if i'm being unreasonable or or not not seeing things the right way um i'm open to letting them change my mind if need be (laughs) so i think working with them learning the different aspects of business i go out and work on machines as often as I can, it's not every day, but I go out there just so I know what they're going through. I know to know if we're pricing our mm. our, our products correctly. Yeah, that, I love that um, that concept of listening and that sort of empathetic uh, empathy. I guess is what I'm just saying is empathy uh, for understanding you know what people are going through out there on the on the floor, the the workers that are getting it done every day. And I love that, and it's really uh, interesting. Let me ask you, you know, what's what about the from the dynamic of you know. Um, I guess uh, a family-owned business, right? You guys were just named the 2020 Family-Owned Small Business of the Year by the SBA in West Virginia, and I think about you know that that's got to be an interesting dynamic. You you weren't grow you didn't grow up in the business, right? You came into it you know, sort of later in life and later in your career. What's that dynamic like, and what's what's some thoughts that you might have on you know leading a family-owned business and and that dynamic change of leadership well i think to be honest that's been the most difficult part of this transition sure um is to to kind of step in and um and i'd say for me it's tread lightly try to you know really i came in and for the first two years i was here i mostly just watched and listened and learned before i tried to do too many changes yeah and you have to be really compassionate and empathetic to other family members working here who have worked here longer and um, that that's kind of the way i i have gone through this path this last three years yeah that's good stuff andrea what's uh what's one resource that you use in your business that you just can't live without maybe it's a piece of software or something like that well we use 
Um, our software that we use is Java, and it's kind of a whole business platform where you can do everything from ordering to manufacturing, you know, planning manufacturing to shipping out your products. Um, it also has your um, billing and receiving and all of that. So, you know, I guess business-wise, that's, that's really important. But, you know, for us, it's all our machines and yeah. our workers are, are really are the most essential part of our business. What's the size of your facility there in Huntington? Our facility is actually quite large. It's about 250,000 square feet. Wow, that's incredible. It's like the size of a super Walmart. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I, love yeah. the, I love the tour of that place sometime. I bet that's just incredible watching what you guys do well, down there. We'll have to connect sometime. That, it, that'd be it, really cool. Yeah, it's quite impressive when you walk in yeah. onto the floor and you see all the you know, these machines going at the uh, same time. I love it. What's, what's, uh, what's one book or even a podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring business owners? Well, um, I have, and you know, coming from academia, I have been reading a lot about business. And a lot of them I noticed were on your website. But the most recent one um, I'm reading is Leadership by John C. Maxwell. Yes, love that. And so I'm really enjoying that one. I really like it. It really kind of talks about dynamic business and business leaders. You really have to change as as the times change. And yeah. I, I do like that. Yeah, some great uh, leadership lessons over the last two months or you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, since, since the beginning of March, really. So, uh, right. yeah, th- absolutely. That's a great, great one. We'll make sure that we get that added to the list, Andrea. I appreciate that. Andrea, we've uh, we've covered a lot in this short interview. Uh, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about your story or your company? Um, no, but one thing is, for my story anyway, maybe not our company, and even our company, but you know, changes are good. Changes, you know, you can grow with changes. So yeah. we, California, we were in a, a 40,000 square foot building and we moved to West Virginia into a 110,000 square foot building. And then, um, then my father had a chance to buy the old um, Owens Corning building and we moved, went from 110,000 square feet to 250,000 square feet. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people didn't think it was going to, you know, work out, that it was too much, but we've actually really, the company has really grown. It's just done so much better from moving into a new building and to make those change, you know, so changes are not always bad. They can be super good as long as you are flexible and, and you know, keep on top of things. Words of wisdom from Andrea Bordelet. In closing, uh, Andrea, how can our listeners learn more about your company and maybe even get in contact with you? Um, well, we do have a website, um, which is level1fasteners.com, or they can call um, our business, which the phone number is 304-697-2323. Yeah, that's awesome. And we'll make sure that we have links to uh, to your website uh, on the show notes section of the podcast as well. Andrea, it's real, real, been a real honor to have you on the show today. I, I think what you're doing is amazing. Honestly, uh, it's a hidden gem there in West Virginia, in Huntington, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work that you guys and your team is doing and, and, uh, for the next couple of decades. Let's just keep Thank producing you. these quality fasteners. 
Awesome. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Andrea Bordelais and Level 1 Fasteners in Huntington, West Virginia. Our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories right here in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement and, and even little notes that you've been sending us. That's great. We really appreciate that. It keeps us motivated too. Uh, and of course, we encor- encourage you to share these, uh, these podcasts and stories on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.